Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Everybody wants to know what I would do if I didn't win. I guess we'll never know. So keep your love. I don't get enough of it. Jesus just rose again. Listen to the kids. Welcome to Watching the Throne, a lyrical analysis of Kanye West. Today we are doing a storier with Nia Renee Hill. Nia, why, uh, why don't you introduce yourself to everybody? Hi. Well, first of all, thank you for having me on here. I'm so excited to talk anything Kanye related. Uh, <laughs> but I'm Nia. Let's see. You know what? I actually meant to ask you how you even, like, found me so to speak probably because of yeetoven which i'm sure we'll talk about but um who am i you know i'm I, you know i'm just i'm just a kanye fan man i'm i'm occasionally uh my husband is a comedian named bill burr and he has uh, the monday morning podcast that he does and i am on that podcast occasionally and i act occasionally and i love twitter so <laughs> <laughs> i'm on that uh frequently but, um, you know, s- succinctly for today, I am a Kanye fan. So oh, yeah. that, that much I can tell you to be true. <laughs> and, and you're, you're right about Yeetoven. That's, uh, yeah, that was the tweet where I was just like, oh, is Nia wavy? Nia's wavy. Like so wavy. Oh my <laughs> God. I'm so wavy. Uh, no, I'm not that wavy. I'm just, um, like I said, a Kanye fan and, I'm trying to think like Yeetoven, how that even like, you know what it is? I follow a few Kanye uh, fan accounts on Twitter and um, team Kanye daily. I feel like is probably like the number one account, you know, the Holy grail. I mean, Kanye and Kim know who they are. They've done like meetups with them and things like that. So I've been following them for a while now. And so they, um, yeah, they, they posted something about Yeetoven and I thought it was, you know, sounded really interesting and really cool. And I love Kanye, as I said, and I love um, classical music. So I was really curious to see what this would be. So I ended up going with uh, my sister, my brother and his girlfriend, and then our mutual friend. And um, we all went and we had an amazing time. Damn, I hear they had added some Life of Pablo stuff to it, too. Really? Yeah, yeah, there was there was some Life of Pablo stuff there. It was it was really cool. You know, it was um, interesting. It was a bit of a learning curve, I think, for the audience. I don't know that everyone quite knew what to expect, um, which I think is, is actually sort of to be expected. It's sort of a new idea. And I really um, applaud the guys who who started Yeetoven. Um, but I think there were people that were a little confused because (laughs) it was in fact a classical music show, 
you know, of course, they played Kanye with the, the orchestra, and it was amazing. But they also played Beethoven, they actually played Beethoven. So I think there were people in there who were just so hyped to be a part of anything Kanye related. And it was kind of like, what or what? Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, we're really doing this like, <laughs> you know, chill kind of thing. So it wasn't like super hype. It wasn't like jumping up and down. Like, you know, when they went into New Slaves, which is one of like the, the first songs that they played, me and this guy in front of me, we started like, you know, singing along. And but it was clear that this wasn't that. This wasn't <laughs> like a big old Kanye sing along. This was really you know, artists, musicians, um, sort of doing their interpretation of his music. And so it wasn't really quite sing-alongable, um, but it was, it was really amazing. And which almost seems like for them, it would be awesome to go both ways, right? Like have a version that is sing-alongable and have a version that is that mm -hmm. like musical oriented, just like experience the beauty of it. But I don't know if they're quite able to do that because it's an orchestra. It's not like they also had a DJ, you know, to provide the other side. You know what I mean? To provide yeah. the baseline and the sampling and all that kind of stuff that you would find, you know, um, at any other sort of thing like this. It was it was it really kind of stands on its own as a as a really unique experience. And I think that Kanye fans, as well as just music fans, could benefit from being at something like this and experience his music in a different way. Because to be honest with you, I think, I don't know if Kanye is aware of it, I feel like he would love it. Yeah, and right. I think Kanye has such an amazing um, taste in, in music and all musical genres that like <laughs> you're trying to feel like you're closer to Kanye in some way I feel like this would be a way to do it because I feel like if, if, if this wasn't about Kanye if it was a, a rapper that Kanye loved he would go to something like this you see what I'm saying like <laughs> absolutely like, so, like, yeah, so they were, yeah he would be all over it yeah <laughs> I I like that yeah. a lot and I think it's as you're saying there might be some people that are maybe stunned a little bit or confused a little bit when there is Beethoven thrown in, when it is like a classical mm -hmm. music concert, but it's something where it sounds like the quality of it. And that when you come out of it and think back on it, you're just like, wow, that was like one hell of an experience. Yeah, it was really, it was really beautiful. And so that, that was, I think kind of the, the feeling towards the end of it was just like, wow, that was really an incredible experience. And, you know, at one point I, I had to duck out to use the ladies room. And when I came back, I was standing sort of in the back of the theater and I could see the whole orchestra and just sort of watching, you know, them play and the music swelling and the lighting and stuff. It was really, really nice. There was a little moment that got, well, <laughs> it was weird. Cause like I said, it was, it was, a learning curve for people. So there was a lot of shushing going on <laughs> in the beginning, you know, cause people were hyped, you know, yeah. people were like, step into this bitch, like, you know, and it wasn't <laughs> like that. So it, everyone was like, shh, 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 you know? And so it was, everyone tried to ha find, had to find their space mm -hmm. in it. And then a couple people got a little rowdy with each other. Um, <laughs> I blame that probably on alcohol and, and whatnot, but it didn't get, it was, it was fine. It was pretty much without incident. But like I said, what I really took away from it was like, wow, people really didn't understand what they were coming into. 
Um, like some expect to be underneath the St. Pablo stage again. Like (laughs) exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There was definitely those people who were just like super hyped and just really wanted to like scream, you know, lyrics along with, but it's like, you know, you can't really like sing along with an orchestra like that. This was, <laughs> these were the instrumentals, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and I think too, there was a lot of shushing because people wanted to just enjoy the music and not hear, you know, Mike over in the corner, like doing his best Kanye West impression. So I get that. Right. It's like, Mike, you're doing a great job, but this is a, maybe a once in a lifetime experience to hear Kanye right. in this way live like just also we all know the lyrics and stuff so <laughs> we're we're good we can just sort of like enjoy it peacefully and but yeah it was it was interesting cuz i think you think of you know uh classical concerts is maybe you know boring not as exciting you're just sitting in your seat and you know falling asleep but you know, that's what's so brilliant about this is that they really had a fresh, modern take on it. Um, and I'd be interested to see if they do this with any other artists or is it just strictly like, you know, Kanye focused? I'm not really sure. Yeah, because I know that last year they did the original Yeethoven that was just supposed to be a one off. And mm-hmm. it was so popular that they did this. And that mm-hmm. begs the question then, like, if this was supposed to be like a a one-off thing then is the popularity of it selling out in LA selling out in the Lincoln center mm-hmm, something that mm-hmm. will get them to do more Kanye, more of other artists. Does it create a model? Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm very interested to see where they go from there. I wish I, I should have pulled up their Twitter account so I could say their names, but yeah, I followed both of the guys on, on, uh, on Twitter. So I'm just, yeah, I'm curious to see what happens next. And, yeah, I mean, will there be a two chain toven? You know, <laughs> will there chain. be a push a table? You know, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> push a Tchaikovsky? I don't, I don't know. There's, there's, there's so many ways that you can go with it. But Kendrick Lamozart. Yes, Kendrick Lamozart. That's amazing. I like that. I want to <laughs> see that. Let's put that out in the universe and hope that it happens because I would definitely, <laughs> definitely go to that. Right. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, Kanye fan. You said uh, a couple times how big of a Kanye fan you are. When did mm-hmm. when did it get started? Was it the very first album? Was it? Uh... It was. I mean, I think you know, my story is like most people's. It's not that you know unusual. But you know, through the wire came out, and it was just so different and interesting, and was really like telling a story. And um, I think I sort of identified with like you know, this person that's like, I am made for greatness. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think my ego is quite as large as Kanye's, but, um, you know, I just found it interesting. Like, I'm just like, who is, who is this guy telling the story about being in this accident and he's a producer and what, and people like didn't give him a chance. Like, you know, everyone is interested in a story like that. Like, how did you go from, you know, how do you break through so that people see who you really are? And I feel like that's kind of an overarching theme for Kanye's music slash life. Because I mean, let's be honest, his music is his life, his life is his music. Mm-hmm. And I think that he, you know, he grapples a lot with people wanting people to see him for who he really is. And that, you know, and, and being frustrated that people can't accept that he has a multitude of talents, 
you know, he's not a one trick pony. And um, it's exciting because I feel that he continues to prove naysayers wrong. So for me, Through the Wire was just sort of that little like sprinkle of like, hmm, like who is this kid? And so to <laughs> watch his career go the way that it has, it's been very satisfying. You know, I haven't always agreed with every single choice that he makes, but, you know, um, I still find him to be like, an amazing artist and someone who was going to be talked about forever. Yeah. The, the reputation of Kanye only grows, right? <laughs> it does. You know, I am, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, as a Kanye fan, do I actually want to meet him? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I, I wonder if I too would be like, Huh? What are you talking about? But like, he's just—he can be so much <laughs> that, in a way, like I don't know. They say you should never meet your heroes anyway, um, because you'll be disappointed. And I don't know if I'd be disappointed, but it's just like he's just a regular human being. And so it's—I don't know—it's a tough one. I, you and I talked about briefly, you know, when we were talking about this, how I—I I saw him at the Chateau Marmont. Should I tell that story? Yeah, please, because. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like seeing like a m mythical creature you're like oh my goodness i mean it really was so <laughs> <laughs> so i was at the uh i was staying at the chateau for a little bit and um i was having lunch with some girlfriends and i see kid cuddy walk into the restaurant and i'm just like oh cuddy and you know <laughs> he he looked well and you know he had been to rehab, I guess, you know, uh, prior to that or a month or so before that people were talking about him, him being in rehab. And so I was like, oh, wow, like he's looks like he's here doing business, having meetings because celebrities often have a lot of meetings and stuff at the Chateau, you know, because it's very private. It's very you're not allowed to take pictures there. You know, um, they really keep it kind of like closed off uh in, in, in a way to protect their clientele. So he's there having a meeting. So I'm like, oh, damn, how cool is that? So um, I walk my girlfriends out uh, to their, their to the valet, and there's a guy there, and he looks like sort of a, a tourist guy. He's a white guy. He looks sort of middle aged. He's got like shorts and a baseball cap, and um, he goes, "Did you guys see Kanye West in there? Oh my god, did you see Kanye West?" And I'm like, Ugh. I'm annoyed because here <laughs> I'm thinking. Oh, oh, so you saw a black guy in there that looked kind of <laughs> swaggy and kind of hype beasty and like you thought it was Kanye, like you're so annoying, but, but full disclosure, I am black, this man was white. Um, and so I was like, really? I don't know, because I didn't see him in there. So that's, you know, another reason why I was doubting his, his Kanye sighting. And then there's other women that were kind of like, oh, my God, I can't believe it was Kanye. So I'm like, huh. And he goes, yeah, yeah, he's, he's, he's over, he's, he's near the bathrooms. And I said, okay. So one of my friends was like, you want to go see? You want to go see if he's actually there? Because we all sort of perked up like, oh. I said, yeah, let's go. <laughs> and at the time, I was almost eight months pregnant. So I was like, yeah, I got to go to the bathroom anyway. So let's just, <laughs> let's just go. And we walked into the And Sure enough, there he was sitting, having a meeting with another person's name. I don't know off the top, but it's Rick Owens' wife. You know who Rick Owens is? E Designer. Okay. He's a designer. Yeah, he's he's a designer. Um, Kanye is a is a fan of his work. He definitely has referenced some of uh, Rick's fashion. I feel he was very influenced by him. But he was having a meeting 
with Rick Owens' wife, who is also very big in the fashion industry and is partners with Rick. And um, so they were having a meeting. So it was so crazy. There was a, a bodyguard standing kind of right by their table, you know, obviously there to keep it from people being like, oh, my God, Kanye and interrupting his meeting. So, you know, we walked into the bathroom. Oh, my God, it's him. Walked back out. I caught his eye. And that was very <laughs> for me. Um, and, and that was basically it. However, that I believe was the day of, was it the Sacramento show where he showed up super late and only did like a little bit and then left? I'm not, I'm not quite sure. I have to go back and look at the dates, but it was, um, it was right around that time when November-ish. Yes, exactly. Yes, yep. it was November-ish. So it was it was right during that time frame. So I, I believe, yeah, he had a show in Sacramento that evening. And I remember later on being like, oh, my God, I saw him that day. And I was like, wait a minute. He had a show in Sacramento. I saw him in L.A. like around four or five o'clock. <laughs> so I was like, wait, how on earth? Would, but it would explain why he was late. <laughs> right. <laughs> Even though, you know, LA and Sacramento are in the same, you know, uh, state, it's not like close. That's, that's a flight, you know? So I'm thinking, okay, he's probably flying private. So you probably left here. You probably left out of Van Nuys, which is in the Valley. This is all the LA traffic thing that I'm going through in my head. Um, but it was, it was right before then when he had, uh, his moment. Yeah. What a stressful uh, time stage. that was in the wake of that. Yeah, yeah, very stressful. And it made me um, obviously, you know, concerned. But also, I was thinking like, hmm, him having that meeting at the time that he had in LA, like, is he trying to do too much? Like, is he, you know, because his mind is constantly going, 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 and he has a million ideas at all times. I really am talking like I know him personally. But um, <laughs> I was, it was like, yeah, how... How is it that he's having this late afternoon meeting and then going to do this show? Like, doesn't he need time to like chill and prepare? But whatever, you know, he's Kanye. He's going to do things his own way. Um, but I know that he also, I had read something that he was interested in doing furniture, like designing furniture. And Rick Owens does have a furniture line. So something tells, and he went to some exhibit. Yeah. that Rick Owens did. That's where um, the name was familiar to me. I was like, I feel like yeah. I've heard that. And I remember the furniture exhibit that he went to. Yeah. So I think that was, and they, and he and Rick Owens, wife were pictured together at that exhibit. So I feel like that was either, I don't know if that was before or after I saw him. I feel like it was after. Um, but you know, he's always meeting with other creative people that, you know, he's such a collaborative person and he's always wanting to learn. So I have no doubt that they were just sitting in talking shop and talking about like, well, how did you do this? And what materials did you get? You know, he's, He's a sponge like that. But it was very cool. It was very cool to see him, um, especially after I had seen him at the forum. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, while incredibly pregnant and waddling through <laughs> uh, there. That was that was super fun. I was obsessed with getting merch. Like, I was, I was telling the people I was with, I was like, we have to get there early. I have to get merch. Because I was under the impression that the merch was sort of like rare and would like sell out. Little did I know that there was about like 10 friggin' kiosks all around the joint selling all <laughs> kinds of merch. So it was really no need for me to get there that early. We literally like sat in, in, in the, uh, 
in the venue like for an hour because I was so <laughs> insistent that everyone get there early that I get merch, but whatever. Yeah, I better, got my merch. Better be safe than sorry, right? Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like if you had gotten there and you heard the music coming on while you're still in the merch line, it would have been like, oh no. Right. Oh, I no. had to have I had to have both experiences. So, you know, I, I, I regret nothing. I continue to buy like a ridiculous amount of merch and Yeezy things. I bought my daughter a pair of Yeezys. She wore them the other day. Ah. It's super cute. I have two pairs of Yeezys. I have like I have uh I have two pairs of Yeezy sneakers. I have those moon boots. Do you remember those from a few years ago? Yeah. I have a pair of those moon boots. And I, that, when I got those boots, I was like, where, I bought these things. I'm obsessed with them. Where am I going to wear these? And I went to a concert with my brother, and it was Kendrick Lamar, Drake, and Ray Strumman, and Ty Dolla Sign, and all these people, Future. And I was wearing my, you know, my Yeezy, whatever they were called, those those particular shoes. And Future comes on stage and he's wearing the same shoes that I am. Oh, shit. And I was like, I am officially the <laughs> coolest person here. Who else <laughs> is wearing the exact same shoes as Future? I don't know. Probably 10 other people. But I felt special. It's an elite group. It's an it elite is. group. It is an elite group that's willing to get up and go online and, and pay outrageous <laughs> you know, money for these things. But yeah, no, I felt special. Man, uh, it's funny. You're talking about the Chateau experience and uh, how the context of the future events happened afterwards, right? Like, you know, yeah. uh, the breakdown and the hospitalization mm-hmm. and the reasons for it. And it, it puts that meeting into a different light it just makes me think of the famous music video right with the mm-hmm. the celebrities in bed and us like mm-hmm. being voyeurs of their life and knowing so much about them yeah yeah and yeah and the fact that i am you know putting all these things together you know and coming up with my own conclusions as to like why certain things happened to him of course i haven't none of us will ever truly truly know what was going on with kanye during that time you know but you know, I, I, the fact that I was like, huh, it's kind of late for him to be, you know, having that meeting. And then he had to go to Sacramento and da, 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 you know, and mm-hmm. the way I'm like, oh, he's doing too much. He's like, you know, pushing himself too hard. He needs to chill out, but, but, you know, um, <laughs> yeah, you just get, you just get sucked into, uh, you know, concern for his well being. you know, I think that's the thing too. I think a lot of Kanye fans are genuinely, concerned about his well-being and want him to be okay you know right it's not just like whatever give us music it's like is kanye smiling today good yeah oh my god when kanye smiles people like leave so many comments on whatever like you know social media feed that they've seen these pictures and people are so excited to see him smiling because he so just doesn't smile you know mr (laughs) not smiling makes me smile um, but when he does, he does, you know, his face really does light up. So there's like actual joy there for people. I wonder if he knows that, you know, like, I wonder if he gets that or he, I don't know, that might be dangerous. He can't concern himself too much with what we're thinking, you know? Right. Like when he had a Twitter account, was he like scrolling through tweet responses all the time? Yeah. He- <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't put it past him. I think that he's curious about what people think. I think he knows what people think. I mean, I, I cannot wait for whatever music he is, you know, undoubtedly working on 
to come out because he's been through a lot since the life of Pablo and um, public opinion of him has like gone in so many different directions. So I'm interested to see how he processes that through music. Oh, right. Like did whatever plan he initially had for say TurboGrafx 16 really shift in the wake of Kim's robbery and like the St. Pablo like tour, how it finished Wait, what is Turbo? What is this? Oh, when he first, uh, way back in 2016, like near the release, like a little after the release of Life of Pablo, he mentioned something that the next album was going to be called Turbo Graphics 16. Oh, was this when he was posting all those like weird, not weird, but those those photos on Instagram that were kind of like, it seemed like they were a mood board, like maybe there were like some stills from Trump. I don't know if I'm making this up. But anyway, okay, go ahead. Yeah, it just so, it, uh-huh. it seemed like uh, I, I think Mike Dean tweeted like a list at one point that had like video game titles on it, and the TurboGrafx sixteen oh. was a video game system back from uh, that Kanye had as a kid. Okay, so people were thinking like, oh, this is going to be the next project, but mm. I mean, does that is his headspace still the same two years on from when it was then? Um, well, I also know that he changes his mind a lot. This is this is so great. I'm so excited that I have this story for you. But so today I went to see my my trainer, and um, he and I talk about rap music and stuff all the time. And he was like, "Oh, did you know that I interviewed Kanye?" And I was like, "What?" what? Yeah, he interviewed Kanye in like 2008. He sent me a link. I'm gonna tweet this link, and I'm gonna CC you and Team Kanye Daily because I don't know Please. if you guys have seen it, but I'm gonna tweet it to you. Um, but he interviewed him. I guess so. My my trainer was was working at uh, Sunset Gower Studios, a studio here in LA. And I guess Kanye had come in because he was going to shoot RoboCop, the video for Robo. Remember RoboCop, the video that never came to be? Yeah. Um, starring Amber Rose. So he was like, Kanye was there. His people were there. Amber Rose was there. You know, they were taking a lot of pictures and doing this and that and the other. And they never ended up releasing it. And I guess, I guess it's like the, this, the studio didn't end up getting paid either, but that's like a whole other thing. But, you know, um, uh, Rashad, my trainer, was like, hey, man, can I, like, interview you? You know, because, you know, just for the studio and just this, they're not or the other. And Kanye was like, yeah, sure. So it's up on Vimeo. He just texted me the link, so I'm gonna, I'll, I'll tweet it. Because um, I haven't had a chance to watch it, actually. Um, but yeah, so he, that was an idea that was sort of abandoned. And so I don't know. I don't know what happened. What, what was he gonna call it again? Turbo what? Uh, Turbo Graphics 16. Oh God, he's such a nerd. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Turbo Graphics sixteen. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I think he changes his mind a lot depending on what's going on. Like, I watched an episode of um, Keeping Up with the Kardashians where they went to Iceland. Oh yeah, and I feel like the idea that they they were going because Kanye wanted to go to scout locations for. Um, the highlights video, maybe, um, something like that. And it was also one of the sisters birthday. And so like one of the storyline 
was that Kim was like feeling conflicted because she wanted to spend time with her sister on her birthday. But Kanye also wanted her to like be with him and go on a helicopter and go to all these locations and be in the studio, this and that and the other. So I don't, I don't think anything ever came of that. And, um, I, I don't, think that that would be a cheap trip i'm sure he paid for it <laughs> you know on some right. level but yeah he's got a lot of ideas that i think that he's just like yeah never mind all right you you get the ball rolling a little bit you see what momentum's there and you're like meh well you nah. heard that he you know they he had their house renovated oh, you know yeah. and then he came in and was like i hate everything send it back and they were like what <laughs> <laughs> we've been working on this house for three years what do you mean so you know he's so mercurial like he's such a gemini um <laughs> you know so he's he he changes his mind a lot so i don't know i i have a feeling something tells me it's not going this next album is not going to be that <laughs> too much stuff has happened like you said kim's robbery his issues um Oh, shoot. Can you hear that? Yeah, is that Gabe calling? <laughs> it's somebody calling me. I had to I had to decline. Sorry about that. <laughs> That's okay. Um, uh, anyway, yeah, he, he changes his mind. Oh, God, and now this pinging is going to happen? <laughs> How do I make this? Oh, my God, this is horrible. How do I make it stop? Just oh, throw God. it away. <laughs> throw it away. Okay, we're just going to, like, act like it's not happening. Um, it's Kanye texting me um perfect yeah anyway but that's my that's my opinion on that i don't think it's going to be that i think it's going to be something completely different yeah i i think so as well like whatever mind space he was probably in i think it has to shift from those events but mm-hmm. um you know, Mer- also, he met with he met with donald trump i mean i i need answers <laughs> God, if he ever releases okay. an autobiography autobiography or somebody ever writes like a an elon musk access kind of biography it's mm-hmm. going to be the most incredible thing mm-hmm. yeah yeah really well yeah i would really i really would love to know how that whole kind uh, how that whole t- donald trump thing happened because again this was not too long after he was hospitalized this is when he was blonde mm-hmm and um, people were like, oh, my God, he's really fucking losing his mind. Um, so I'm, I'm very curious to see what that was all about. And I thought it was interesting, too. Reporters were, like, trying to ask him questions. And he goes, I'm just here for the pictures. <laughs> and they all just kind of chuckle. And it's just like, I don't know. I don't know if he just needed to get in there somehow. You know, and then he was on stage talking about, like, I didn't vote. But if I did, I voted for Donald Trump. Like, there's just a lot of... A lot of stuff I would like answers. I would like answers on. I don't know if I'll ever get them, but, you know, I would like to see it addressed somewhat. Hey, definitely got some questions. Is that stuff that's going to come up in the next, like, album? If he does a new, like, slew of interviews because the album's out, are we going to get some responses to that? It's Mm -hmm. kind of just like this hanging thing out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I'm actually not surprised that he met with Donald Trump because I feel like there is some um, recognition of a similar animal between right. them. Because I think, you know, the person who will sort of like stop at nothing <laughs> to get what they want, um, someone who's very interested in the media, but also um, hates the media because they can't control it completely. 
Um, I their birthdays are like four days apart or something like that. Um, two, which I think is interesting, four or six days or something like that apart. Um, but yeah, I, I, in in a way, I was shocked, but in a way, I wasn't shocked. I was like, that's that's a very Kanye thing to do. Like, yeah, let me meet with this guy. Like, everyone hates this guy. You know, and everyone, I think a lot of times he feels like everyone, quote unquote, hates him. So I felt like I I could see him feeling like there's some sort of symmetry there between them. You know, I don't know. Definitely. We talked about that in our episode where we went over uh, the speech that he gave about that and uh-huh. then his eventual meeting with Trump. It's like, it, as you said, like similar beasts, especially in the way that they try to talk to the people. Mm-hmm. rather than necessarily play along with the media all the time and mm-hmm. like everything that Kanye was saying about Trump wasn't endorsing Trump's politics mm-hmm. but it was the the means of attention and the means of creating a movement that Trump did mm-hmm. that I could see Kanye being like oh oh wow like he spoke really he talked to real people and like this is what happened but there's a lot of finer nuance to the differences between like Kanye's methods and Trump's methods that it's oh for sure but I think too you know I Kanye is fascinated by power you know um he he's really fascinated by the ability to influence a large group of people you know and the message kind of gets like you know his interest in it seems a bit um uh, intense at times. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, that coupled with his sort of tendency to be grandiose and very ego driven, um, leaves a lot of room for him to be misinterpreted, you know, but I often wonder how aware he is of this. You know what I mean? Like, does he understand how he comes off? I think he does. I think he totally gets it. But it's like, this is, but this is who I am. You know, that's that I can't, I'm I'm never not going to be me. And I personally wouldn't want it any other way. (laughs) Yeah. And because that's the thing, like, there will be things that are like, wait, what? But then (laughs) you some, it's nothing like awful. And you take those moments for everything else that's given. Yeah. Do you think there's anything that he could ever do to make you no longer a fan? Let's take out anything ridiculous, like killing somebody or whatever, <laughs> you know, like, obviously, we know that. But like, do you think that there's anything that he could do? Because I really feel like people turned on him for uh, meeting Trump. Yeah, I, I don't think the meeting of Trump, I think if you were to come out and be like, I agree with Trump, get rid of like DACA and send the mm-hmm. dreamers back to their country, mm-hmm. like, and mm-hmm. start a going that route, it would be like, whoa, like, those are some political views that I don't necessarily uh, agree with in that way. Like, it, to that extreme of, like, maybe agreeing with politics or, like, you know, I defending Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> right. Ways. Like, any of those kind of, like, social things, you're just like, yo, your perspective on this is very, very problematic i don't think it would yeah like erase my fandom completely mm-hmm. but it would definitely make me be like, reevaluate some aspects of it i don't think yeah. it would change the music mm-hmm. but it would definitely change uh some other parts of it 
I also feel like he's naturally a contrarian. And, you know, sometimes you just have to take people like that with a bit of a grain of salt. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, okay, you're just, you just want to like argue. You just don't, you know, I feel like he probably like likes to argue. He likes to like get into it. He <laughs> likes to, you know, he likes to get riled up. He has no problem getting riled up and saying what he wants to say. And he's not concerned about pleasantries or making you feel comfortable. Uh, <laughs> you know, so I don't know. What did, when you guys talked about um, his speech on stage about, I didn't vote, but if I would, I voted for Trump. Like what more I'm trying to recall, like, did he say like, and this is why, because I feel like I just got stuck on, if I did, I would have voted for Trump. I'd be like, one, number one, motherfucker, you didn't vote? First of all, <laughs> one of the most important elections in our lifetime, probably. Um, and number two, this is the person that you would have endorsed? Like, what did you guys sort of make make of that? The, yeah, sorry, he, sorry to make you repeat stuff, but I'm, no, I'm genuinely curious. That's okay. Um, I think it maybe it wasn't that night but the next concert i think he started going into it a bit more and started talking mm -hmm. about old institutions versus new institutions and that mm -hmm. you can't necessarily rely on the media you have to talk with people and mm -hmm. that trump had a, a new way of speaking that was speaking like to the people and uh that like hillary wasn't doing that that mm -hmm. Uh, things of that nature, but mm -hmm. I can't remember how many times he mentioned Trump specifically, but the one that jumps out is just the, the language of conversation and mm -hmm. not relying on the media because you have to actually talk with people and understand people. Mm -hmm. um, he felt that he Donald Trump does that? Yeah, I, I guess... Huh. So, which, Interesting. yeah, it makes me wonder, like, yeah, how much of that was understanding, like, well, he's talking to people, but he's talking to people in a very, like, racist, inflammatory manner. <laughs> yeah, I wonder, I wonder if Kanye feels the same way now. Yeah, yeah you know? that's, that's uh, I think, kind of a, a question that's in the back of a lot of Kanye fans' minds. I mean, I'm sure that there are many that are just like, yeah, I don't care. Like mm -hmm. whatever mm -hmm. his political views are, his political views. But mm -hmm. I know, like for myself, Travis and yourself, a lot of other people, there's still that kind of lingering. Like, do you still, after all of this, do you still <laughs> feel that way? Yeah, yeah, because because I think we're generally interested in how his mind works. You know, we're not just like consuming the product and not thinking about what's behind it. You know, eating the cereal and not reading the label. <laughs> You know, we're like reading the cereal, reading the label, examining the toilet afterward. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, we're like, we're, we're really interested to know how his mind works, you know? So yeah. no, that's, that's, I, I, if I were to interview Kanye West, I feel like I would have to ask him about that. Like, do you still feel the same way a year later, you know, um, about, you know, this man that you did before, you know, do you, do you regret anything? I feel like I already know the answer to that. I feel like the answer is no, but do you feel, have, has your feelings changed, you know, as this administration has gone on, you know? Yeah. I'm, they, I'd be curious. Do they still represent the things that you thought they did? And as you said before about Kanye being like outside the music industry and working to get into it, I think that was probably something else he resonated with is the fact that like, 
Trump was not a politician and came into mm-hmm. the realm of politics. And a lot of the discussion was like, you don't deserve, you don't belong here, mm-hmm. which he mm-hmm. had just so recently gone through with the fashion industry. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Being, yeah. Being told this is not your lane. You can't do it. And he was like, okay, well let me, let me show you. I can do it. So yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah. That's, I, I, that's, I feel like was definitely in his mind. Um, there was something else that I wanted to bring up with you, but I forgot what it was. <laughs> oh, shoot. Um, Cause we just started talking about stupid Donald Trump. Let's move on. <laughs> All right. Is it, uh, <laughs> is it merchandise? Is it song specific, music specific? Oh, uh, was it merchandise? Oh no. We're going to talk about the baby, the new baby, oh, the new baby, <laughs> baby number three, baby number three, yeah. baby girl number three. I mean, I'm obviously like dying to see this baby she's literally a day old so i really need to cool my jets um everyone's wondering what her name is going to be which i think should be really really interesting when they finally uh reveal they're gonna have everybody salivating over it is it it gonna be another like one syllable name or is it gonna be multi-syllables to make up for the one syllable just like have that little bit of balance um Probably. I mean, I feel like they they like that sort of monosyllable thing. Um, uh, hey, hang on one second. Yeah. Okay. Um, so anyway, uh, I, I think they'll, they will. They'll go for a one-syllable name, just in keeping with the theme. Oh, I can't wait. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I still remember... Uh when the first pictures of like Saint were released and just being like, Oh my goodness, look at that baby. So cute. Yeah, I know. I, yeah, it's no, it's, it's exciting. I'm very like, I'm, I'm happy for him. And, you know, I feel like he's, you know, whatever you think of his wife and her family, like he's, he's, he's surrounded by people and he's surrounded by love and support. And, you know, after losing his mom and stuff. Um, oh, but did you see that he went to the museum, like the African American Museum in DC, and his dad was there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was very. That was great. Um, that was great to see because you so see him surrounded by her family. That you know, I've often wondered, like, is all of his family in Chicago? Was anybody out here? You know, um, I thought that was just cool to see. Yeah, it's it's cool too because um, in Raising Kanye, the Donda book, she talks about Kanye would spend summers in D.C. with his dad, mm-hmm. and that their favorite thing to do was go to museums together, mm. and that they would go to like three or four museums a week or something like. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so that's, that's really nice. When we had just done our Real Friends episode, mm-hmm. and one of the things that comes up is the cousin stealing the laptop. Oh, that's right. You dirty motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) There's a, one of his cousins did an interview with the daily mail where Uh he dished about what all of that was about and went on to be like, you know, Kanye, the Kardashians. Nope. No good. They got him and Donda would approve. Like Donda would think it's a good business move, but not like, uh, a good move they are just gonna ruin Kanye and it's like holy shit now I get why he wrote real friends yeah exactly exactly because you, you can't be this is this is his wife you know what I mean yeah. like you may not like and you know and the thing the thing the, the truth of the matter is they probably didn't care about the cousin because he's not like you know it's like oh that's his cousin great hi you know but that's 
yeah, you can't do that. You can't go against the family. No. And- <laughs> He's not going to have it. He's not having it. Mm-mm. And as you're saying, like, there's so many people that have very intense views on the Kardashians, but I feel like yeah. for Kanye fans at the end of the day, like, it seems the Kardashians have embraced Kanye and yes, like work and to honestly, be a part of his life. Yeah. I think it's so, I, I really do think it's incredibly lame when people are like, Oh, look what she did to him and look what this family, like, have you not been paying attention to who Kanye West is? No one can tell him <laughs> to do anything he doesn't want to do. Like, it is impossible. Like, he does what he wants. He doesn't do what he doesn't want to do. Like, no one's making him do anything. You know, he is there of his own volition. I swear, people don't stop texting me. I should send out a a text to everyone being like, I'm doing a very important podcast. Do not text me ever. Um, The podcast of life. Podcast of life, yes. Um, So, yeah, he's 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 just fine he's he's exactly where he wants to be like he he has agency in his life you know (laughs) um you know he might get a little derailed or whatever just like everybody else but he is he is fully in control of things and i think you know when he i was talking to my trainer about this today too you know, he goes away a lot. You know, what, where was he? Was he like in Wyoming or Montana? Like where exactly yeah. was he? He had gone up earlier in 2017 to like Jackson Hole in Wyoming to yeah. apparently like work on some music. He was recently in France. Like, uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah, he and he he's just he's he's gone a lot. So I think he removes himself when he needs to work. You know, and then he comes home and then he's home and he does like the family thing and he dresses up like the Easter bunny and then, you know, he he does he does whatever he wants to do. I, I really don't buy into this whole idea that like they've somehow ruined him. You know, he's been in love with that girl for a very long time. Yeah. And so he, he has exactly what he wants. So we should be happy for him. I, I think so. I still love that before he and Kim were even dating, he was telling people like, I'm gonna marry her. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you know, the whole gossip mill is that they were like cheating on each other's significant others uh, with with each other. That's just, you know, what's out in these streets. Who knows what's really (laughs) real? But, um, you know, but I think they've they've had a thing for each other for a very long time. And then finally, the the timing was right. And here we are. Here we are. Sparks turned to flame. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, what's your, what's your favorite, uh, piece of Kanye merch that you have? Ooh. <laughs> the one that I wear the most is, uh, a t-shirt from the life of Pablo. The, the one with, uh, Kim on the black paying tennis with, uh, Jasmine Sanders, AKA golden Barbie. <laughs> uh, it's got St. Pablo in the front and the red lettering and that, that font that he used. And then, yeah, the picture of them. So that's my that's my favorite one. I wear that one the most often, but I also have um, two pairs of like Yeezy heels. I have like a Ooh. Calabasas sweatshirt. I live nowhere near Calabasas. But <laughs> I have a big Calabasas sweatshirt. I bought, my daughter isn't even old enough to wear the clothes yet, but I bought her so much kids supply, <laughs> like an absurd amount. And again, we don't live in Calabasas. We don't live in Agoura Hills. We live on a completely a, a different area than they do. 
but I just bought all the clothes. Mm-hmm. I just did, and I'm really excited for her. And the thing is, I'm so crazy that I was actually annoyed with myself that I only bought one pair of Yeezys for her. <laughs> like I should have bought in those size that she can wear now and the size that she can wear in like three years. Like, that's how insane I am. But they will obviously come out with more Yeezys and more stuff, more stuff for kids, you know, in, in the coming years, I'm assuming. Um, so there'll be plenty of stuff to buy. But I was just so excited that. So the person who has the most Kanye merchandise is my daughter. <laughs> and, she's <not> even, <laughs> and she's not even walking yet. Okay. <laughs> That's how insane I am. I like, I, this is what I say to people. I pretty much will buy anything that Kanye tells me to buy. Because <laughs> I just think he has amazing taste. You know? And I, I, just, I, I just think he's, he's cool. He's a trendsetter. And um, I'm here for it. It's crazy how the responses, like from his first fashion show to where we are now with mm-hmm. how, I, I don't think the world is necessarily full of like Kanye merchandise, but you see the Kanye mm-hmm. influence on a lot of like H&M and Forever 21 styles. Totally. Uh, like sneakerheads are obsessed with Yeezys and back in Do you have a pair? I do not have a pair yet. <gasps> I know. What are you doing with your life? I know. One of these days. Get on that next drop. First of all, how do you even, I'll tell you how I acquired my, I have two pairs of the sneakers. I have the white cream ones and that I got because this is going to sound super obnoxious, but I, <laughs> I called in a favor. Essentially. I said to my husband, I was like, okay, I want these sneakers. We, you must know somebody who knows somebody who can make like make that happen for me. And they made it happen for me. The second pair that I got are the zebra ones that I got for Christmas. And my husband actually bought them for me like on consignment because, you know, they're not making the zebras anymore. They're all sold out of every single style. So I didn't acquire my pair through the traditional means because I tried that and I would just they would be I would log on and five seconds later, everything was sold out. Right. So, you know. Yeah, you gotta you gotta use the means that you got, and absolutely, <laughs> I have no shame. <laughs> <laughs> However, I can get it. Like, let's get it. But yeah, the rest of the stuff, like, you know, I, I there's so many things on there. Why I will look at the you know uh, the Yeezy supply or whatever uh, website to look at the clothes often. And I'm just like, that looks so cool. That looks so comfortable. But like the fact of the matter is I'm not going to look like Kim Kardashian. (laughs) If I put on a pair of sweatpants and a pair of heels, I will look like I was confused about where I was going. (laughs) Like, am I going, you know, to the gym or am I going to the club? So it's, it's, I don't know that it will, a full Yeezy look will work for me if it will translate, but I'm happy to buy pieces and try to rock them in my own way. Which, you know, I think Kanye would give uh, approval on. I just, I imagine that gif of him, like, clapping and nodding. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. He, he has this thing where, like, I don't know, I, I would feel like how I talked about earlier, if I really want to meet him, I feel like I would be so, I would be a little bit concerned about, like, impressing him. Like, do I look cool enough? <laughs> Which is so absurd. You know what I mean? It's really absurd to be so enamored of someone that you like a stranger 
that you like are trying to appease them with your work. Like that's a silly thing, but I don't know. He's this guy, he's like the cool dude. And I think it's okay if you're intimidated by famous people a little bit. It doesn't, you know, doesn't say anything bad about you. No, it just, it just shows wanting to have a good interaction, right? And hoping for that. Right. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Absolutely. So, Music-wise, what uh, mm-hmm. what's your favorite Kanye album? Mm. I think the Life of Pablo. Hell yeah! Yeah, I think the Life of Pablo. Every album that came out, I found to be better than the last. And you know, I really, really, really love Jesus like a lot. I was really, but I think Life of Pablo is one that I keep going back to. And just vibing out too, and like, I really like um, Thirty Hours, <laughs> yeah. um, and just because I, you know, I also love Andre Three Thousand, and like, I just, like, I, I just really vibe to that one. And then I like No More Parties in L.A. Those are my my two favorite songs on on the whole thing. Um, but yeah, Life of Pablo is by far my favorite. But we'll see what happens when what's it called? Uh, Turbo 16, Graphics Sixteen. Turbo Graphics Sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> maybe i'll change my mind and uh be into that but i i don't know i i really really love the life of pablo i'm uh i'm same boat as you like my whenever people are like what are your favorite kanye albums go i'm always like just mm-hmm. reverse chronological order with yeah. maybe graduation ahead of 808s mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, i'm with you on that one yeah. And I know people really love uh, 808s and feel like it's sort of this unsung, you know, album that didn't get the love that it deserved. And it's, it, you know, it's, it's, it's a beautiful album, but it's, it's just, it's not, it's not my favorite, but people feel that way about, you know, dark twisted fantasy too. I mean, everyone's so passionate about the Kanye albums that they love, you know? Yeah. And but, each, um, each has its own strength that I understand. I'm like, well, yeah, I, I get it. Like, that album has that thing that I get why you would put it as your like favorite. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Do you have a uh, five favorite Kanye tracks? Hmm. <laughs> five favorite Kanye tracks. Okay. Well, we'll do 30 hours. We'll do, um, no more parties in LA. Um, I, you know, I really like Diamonds from Sierra Leone. Yeah. I really love that song a lot. Um, and, oh, oh, um, Blood on the Leaves. Yeah. Yeah. Because that crescendo, they played that at Yeetoven. Um, that boom, 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 Oh, my God. The whole place. Was, <laughs> ooh, I'm, getting, I'm getting goosebumps right now just thinking about it. You did that uh, so well, too. Place, yeah, well, I feel it in my soul. Um, <laughs> but the whole place was like vibrating when they were playing that. It was just like, oh shit, you know? Oh man. Yeah, I'm... I really, really love that song. And I like when he, I like what his voice does um, when he's like, we tried our first Molly, you know, running naked down the lobby. And you were screaming that you love me. Like, I just love his voice in that, you yeah. know? And I always envisioned 
like, you know, Amber Rose, like running down the <laughs> hotel corridor, like, you know, high on Molly, being like, I love you, yay, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it brings me so much joy to picture whatever scenario that, that really was. <laughs> I love the idea, too, that just in that moment, like, she's screaming that she loves him, but yet she's running, like, away from him. Yeah, yeah. And- just the little things you know yeah i mean i feel like that's happened to him a lot with women (laughs) like i love you but i have to get the fuck out of this relationship because you are driving me insane (laughs) i I just i believe it. i think you have to be a very very special person to be in a a romantic committed relationship with someone as intense as kanye so yes I, I I could see someone running away from him by also saying I love you. Yeah, I think he brings that out in people. Yeah, Kim Kim handles it. She she handles it. She knows how to deal with him. I think she's probably very good at giving him his space. Like I said, you know, like he doesn't go to like every single thing with her. You know, so I think she just kind of like lets him do his thing, and you know, sort of keep him happy and keep him safe and. Make him feel loved. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. Um, well, uh, fifth song? What's that? Fifth song. Oh, that wasn't five? That was four. That was four. Oh, damn. <sighs> um, hmm. I mean, Mercy. Ooh, ooh. Mercy, because I think it has such fire, like, you know, contributions from like everybody else on there, like Pusha T, who was like, probably my second favorite rapper, you know, um, and who else is on there? Big Sean, yeah. Two Chains, yeah, and that video is so dope. That video so, is something else, yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's such a cool concept, and it just looks awesome, so yeah, Mercy. I remember when that song came out, it sounded like so alien to the landscape of music at least that i was listening to at that time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's got some, somewhat of a, a, a sinister thing going on <laughs> in it you know what i mean it's yeah. just kind of like it's a little bit dark um you know it's still bouncy in a way but i just there's 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 a darkness to it and i think that's i as kanye has evolved his music he's embrace like the darker side of things more and i think that makes for a much richer uh discography Dis- discography yes that's yes it. um so yeah i like it but I-, I like that sort of like sinister thing and the video is also like kind of sinister a little bit These just kind of like cool aloof guys just <laughs> kind of standing there like staring down the camera you know um, like we are like the hottest dudes right now. What are you going to do about it? You know, <laughs> your girl wants me. Okay. She tried to jerk me in the Lamborghini. All right. <laughs> now what? <laughs> and, I dress, and now, and I dress better than you ever will in your entire life. <laughs> it's I the swag. You know, I can't, I, yeah, I can't, I can't resist that, that swag talk, that tough talk. <laughs> and that, uh, that darkness element, um, Jordan, who sometimes joins us on episodes, really loves the idea that the suicide doors uh, mm-hmm. section of Mercy mm-hmm. has mm-hmm. kind of a darker intent than just being like 
see, cool, I put suicide doors on things, but, like, mm-hmm. you know, there's a little, like, depth to the idea that, like, you know, I'm putting suicide doors on things that shouldn't have mm-hmm. suicide doors. Mm-hmm, 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 yeah. Um, through suicides on the tour bus, through <laughs> suicides on the private jet, you know what that means, I'm fly to death. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> there is something kind of like, mm, wait a minute, yeah. But, uh, yeah, he just, I think he just gives into those impulses musically um and uh the albums are the songs are always better for it yeah well are there uh any other topics you want to discuss before we uh we like to give guests uh, a last call kind of way to end their story eh? where you just kind of have however much time you want to kind of talk about anything you want to talk about kanye related um I would just say that, you know, I am just so enthused for the next project. And, you know, I feel like I've been somewhat satiated with the clothing and the kids' clothing and, you know, the occasional sighting online and the occasional mm-hmm. sighting on Keeping Up with the Kardashians. But it's like, but what I really want is the music. What I really want is to hear from him. And, um, I don't know, I don't know if he's going to like do any more interviews. That's kind of a thing that I'm a little worried about in a way, because only because I like hearing him talk and explain himself and giving those crazy sound bites that he does. I I don't know. I, I feel like maybe he's a little bit hesitant to put himself back out there in that way, because People are going to ask him a million questions. So what did happen when you were hospitalized? What really happened? You know, and frankly, that's none of our business. But I would like to know, yeah, what's going on with him? You know, so I don't know if I'm going to get that. I don't know if I'm going to be satisfied with that. Um, But I know that the next music that will come out will be amazing. It'll continue to push not just hip hop rap music, but it'll continue to push the culture forward. So um, I'm here for that. But I, I really do wish that, you know, I could get a a greater understanding of what this past year has been like for him and what he's learned from it. And if he feels that he made any mistakes, like I have to believe like the guilt that he must've felt when Kim got robbed in Paris was overwhelming you know what i mean it's like i i I just feel like that probably broke him in a million pieces you know that that happened to her that he wasn't there for her because you know he was mr paris fashion week you know so i i don't know it would be nice to hear more about that but like i said i i know that's not my business but um yeah that's it. I would like to crack Kanye's brain open and just walk <laughs> around and look in all the nooks and crannies and see what I find. That's that's what I would like to do. <laughs> so that's it. That's it for me. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. 
Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com 